0: Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field Report. We do have some early harvest reports coming in from different areas on both corn and beans. Uh, in the Springfield area, one operation uh, has finished three cornfields, moisture running in the mid to low 20s, seeing yield swings of over 100 bushel in the field, with field averages ending up in that 220 range. Uh, these same fields are... In that area we're running around 260 last year so growers happy with the yields based on the year uh, that they had to deal with but they are about 40 bushel under last year. They also have three April bean fields harvested that have run between the mid to low 70s and these two are about 15 bushel under the April planted beans last year. No field reports so far out of the Tazewell County area, but we have some way wagon strips coming out of there in that 220 to 270 on corn. No reports there on beans Uh, in the Streeter area this week, uh, but no harvest reports coming out of there either. Some reports coming in from that droughty area to the north and east running in that 95 to 140, 45 bushel range. This will continue to be that area um, of rough yields going forward from here. A lot of that corn's in trouble. Early planted beans coming in from the, out of the Leroy area, hearing yields from 65 to 80 bushel on field averages. Here at Hayworth, the guys took out our 2.2 maturity group beans on Thursday, scaled those beans, and they went from 57 to 68 bushel. In 30-inch rows, the 120,000 planted population equaled the 160. And the 15-inch rows were about 5.4 bushel better than the 30-inch rows. And we did see starter fertilizer on the April 23rd planted beans bump the yield 4 bushel. So that'll be something to watch if that holds true anywhere else. This week on farm visits uh, we saw a bit a little bit of everything out there yield checks uh, as low as 100 bushel in the dry area uh, a lot more in that 170 to 230 range where we had moisture. June corn is still moving along but many fields are still 20 days out uh, where we where moisture is not a concern. This week in the dry area and we're talking basically up in the Gibson City going east and north um Uh, Those fields up in there a number of the June fields did go ahead and die before they made black layer Ears are hanging down very rubbery. They show the zipper uh, Kind of pull down on the kernels on the side of that ear Many of these fields we will have to divide by hundred and twenty thousand probably to get an accurate yield You can reach right around them even though they're 18 around These warm days will bring field moistures down quicker than most growers expect uh field harvested up there already some of them were already in the mid-20s and that's June corn uh with these fields though drying uh will when we talk about premature death like this on the corn the drying function uh, will be more based on daytime temperatures and humidity than it will be days out in the field so we've had some pretty good drying days up there with these fields um, again we're still going to have to worry about standability issues and stuff like that the stalks died prematurely and they are going to come apart on us pest teams should be focusing on coming up with harvest schedules uh, for fields based on standability today we were in may planted corn fields and we had some that 10 out of 10 would pass the push test and others 6 out of 10 would fail The April-May planted corn that wasn't sprayed with a fungicide looks like it's coming apart pretty fast. So any field not sprayed, especially corn on corn, you may need to tighten up your pre-harvest visits. Boys, don't, don't let this early planted corn go down on us. We have way too much work ahead of us to get this June crop out. A couple other things of concern the pest team should be keeping an eye on besides setting the harvest schedule, is earworm damage. Now most of the severe stuff is in the June planted corn. Seeing a ton of it in some numbers, uh, even those that are fully traded. We have some fields that are 60-70% plus of the ears showing tip damage. This damage becomes a potential infection site for ear molds, which most of these ears are showing now some of these ears look like potential aspergillus that tan blue green color and some gibberola which is the pink these two are the ones that concern me the most because they can produce mycotoxins so pest teams if you see this in your pre-harvest scouting effort be sure to make it known to the harvesting team to get these checked this especially check this corn before we blend it into a bin with uh, other corn we don't want to find contaminated bins next summer that we can't sell usually harvesting these fields uh, a little early above 24 percent moisture and drying them with higher flume temperatures can help keep it in check it seems to really take off when we let it dry down in the field from that 24 to 18 percent you guys in the droughted area are especially going to have to look out for this if in doubt send it to town In the beans, pest teams need to continue to focus on the pod feeders, uh, especially in the seed beans. So as these fields start to turn and drop leaves, leaf feeders become pod feeders. While you're out there, keep an eye for rootworm beetle in the fields. Uh, Most of the fields have been pretty sparse with rootworm beetle this year. I do believe uh, they've stayed in the June corn. Now with that said, this week we did find another corn-on-corn field that showed rootworm resistance to traits uh, in the Clinton area. Another area of concern we'll have to address by the management teams sooner or later, and sooner is better than later, what is our plan to fix the sins of spring? I have not been in a field yet that got worked horizontally this spring that would not be classified as compacted. We didn't have a window dry enough for most of you to work the ground without putting in compaction. Most of you worked it to dry it out so you could plant it. Now, I'm not worried about the conventional horizontal or vertical till guys who normally do fall tillage, or that's your plan to do fall tillage. You'll be removing the compaction with your fall pass. Your challenge will be how do we get this done with June planted crops that we're harvesting in November. In most cases, it'll take a harvest team and a tillage team running at the same time. My bigger concern is the no-tillers and the spring vertical tillers who fell off the wagon and used horizontal tillage this spring to get themselves planted. Moving these farms back to no-till or spring vertical till will create challenges For next year's crop, we have to come up with a plan to get these fields back in a vertical format. No tilling on top of last year's compaction layer will only give this misery a long tail and we'll fight it in next year's crop. The same goes for preventive plant takers where guys are using the shallow high-speed disc or a soil finisher for weed control. These layers not managed will drag that misery of 2019 forward. Many fields are three to four weeks out from harvest. So as a team, come up with a plan now on how you'll clean up the sins of spring. While cover crop may be the answer for some, November harvest doesn't bode well for seeding and getting established a big enough cover crop to make a difference. Many of you are talking about more corn next year due to price outlooks, especially in the preventive plant takers where you won't have to fight the carbon penalty, the disease pressure, or the allopathic issues of corn on corn. I agree these preventive plant takers would make a good place to expand your corn base, but trying to plant into sterile seed bed on top of this year's compaction will bite you in the butt. Now is the time Put your team together and figure out what that plan is going to be. How we are going to manage this out there? Now is not the time to take your foot off the gas. We have to take this thing to the finish and put it behind us so we can start with the full potential next year. We knew this was going to be a fight from the finish when things got derailed this spring. But this is nothing we can't handle. Make a plan. Follow the plan. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Or so they say. Don't forget, call in the fields as you knock them down. Our crews will get them tested. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.